got the vision and the vibes. What's up, y'all? I'm Barma Lyons. And it's your girl, Taylor Winbush. And we are the host of the, the Vision and the Vibes podcast. We're here to inspire, challenge, and motivate you to live your best life. And trust me, we got it all, honey. That's right. We, we got, got the, the vision and the vibes. We got the vision and the vibes. Okay, girl, let's get started. It's time to secure your vision and embrace the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of The Vision and the Vibes. I'm your girl, Barmel Lyons. And it's your girl, Taylor Winbush. And we are talking about love, relationships, and singleness. Yes. And honey. singleness, because oh. it's not a sad Singleness, thing. exactly. It's being single and happy. Put some respect on the name, okay? Yes, honey, we are getting all the way into the T. But you know, relationships is a big topic. It's a very how do I say it, expansive topic in which we will address different sides of it throughout the Vision and Vibes podcast. But today, we are focusing on being with the right person at the wrong time. I know somebody felt that. Shabba. Shabba. You guys, it's a concept that has been thrown around and has impacted, honestly, everyone in different ways. Our goal today is to be transparent and providing perspective that could be juxtaposed to your point of view. Yeah, and that's very real, Tay. We want you to come to your own definition of peace when it comes to this topic. Because honestly, it's difficult being in a relationship or a situationship where everything feels right, but that person may not be ready. Yes, and at times we may hear, she was the right person, but it was the wrong time. He was the right person, but it was the wrong time. (laughs) Either way... The wrong time for them or for you, even in some cases, both of you. And I honestly, can I just say something real quick? Say say what you got to say. I don't think it's the wrong person at the right time or the right person at the wrong time. Whatever I just said there. I don't think it has to do with timing. I think it has to do with just being with the right person. Mm, And we're going to get into that because that is so true, Tay. Let's debunk this because sometimes this phrase can be so romanticized. You know what I mean? And the who is being told this may feel, I care about this person so much. And I know now may be the wrong time, but I'm willing to just wait it out because this is my person, right? And it feels feels correct it feels like everything is just in place it feels like you're supposed to be there but we here you know here today i want you to really address put in perspective for the person saying you're the right person at the wrong time what that actually means because i don't feel like i don't that think, stands true yeah, maybe that person is still hung up on a past relationship and isn't ready for more commitment mm. or They or you are trying to heal after getting out of a really toxic relationship and you weren't really expecting to meet someone so quickly Mm. or a career is your one and only focus and your relationship is distracting you from that. And I think that's a really... Okay, you guys. So majority of people that listen to this podcast, you're in your 20s or early 30s or right about to be 20. Right. And um, I think that it's really important to figure out yourself first before... Or to an extent before you get into a relationship, because what I've noticed is when you're in a relationship, you have to really know who you are. And it's going to be difficult to give to another person when you don't know who you are, you're not comfortable with who you are, and you also don't know exactly where you want to go with your career. I think this is a perfect time to date, but also the perfect time to date yourself. 
Wow, that was a major gem drop, Tay-Tay. This is a big one, too. I think a lot of people don't really recognize from the person that they're with is being financially ready to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And particularly men, if you're listening to this episode, you know, they want to be providers. And when they're unable to do so in the capacity that they yearn to do so in, no matter how much you say as a partner that you understand and that you're willing to grow with that person, they may not want to do that growth individually. Like, they want to do that individually. They don't want to do that with you. Before making a commitment that would break their perspective on how they believe a relationship should be. And it sucks because I know for me that I at times even when I was younger I'm willing to tough it out to some degree with that person yeah that's because you're a woman Mm -hmm. men will not tough things out like that if you don't have your stuff together that's just my personal opinion and women were naturally so I'll put it like this and Steve Harvey said this too okay so and he got Lori Harvey as a daughter so we know whatever he say is correct (laughs) (laughs) you make me choke (laughs) All right. So basically, so the man is supposed to lead the relationship, you know, have, you know, be the head, be not the, the head, tail. not the tail. The woman is also obviously not the tail, but the woman is there to support the man. If a man does not know what he's doing or where he's going, the woman's role is basically irrelevant and she cannot do her job. So, you know, as the woman is made from biblical times to be the helpmate to the man mm-hmm. period obviously women are of course more independent now and things of that sort there's still instinct for a woman to be the helpmate to that man so you can't be with a man who doesn't know what he wants when the woman's role is to only help the man get to his goal you get what i'm saying yeah and i think what you're saying is a very foundational aspect and i think i want the audience and people who are listening to truly understand that we're taking it bare bones we're breaking it all the way down okay and what tay is basically you're what it sounds like you're synopsing is that You know, a woman is there to support a man, but you can't support someone or really truly effectively help someone who doesn't know their next step. Right. And it's unfortunate because I feel like even with relationships and situationships, you get so close to people. You know, you want the best for them. You want them to be able to grow. But if they don't feel secure in themselves and they're maybe intimidated by your success or intimidated Mm -hmm. by the direction because you may be more sure than them you can't properly be in that relationship with them. And it's an unfortunate reality to come to terms with because you care about that person and you want to be, you know, their support. You want to be their backbone for them because that's what women are. Right. But if they're not willing to let you in like that, then you're doing a disservice to yourself. Yeah. And I think, too, just to be real with you guys, like, I think women in particular need to be able to vet a man who does not know where he's going up front because, mm. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If a woman loves a man, she's going to do what she needs to do to help him get to what where he needs to go or where she thinks he needs to go. That's fact. So it doesn't matter where he is at this moment. She can see potential and she can see where he can be. And that's why women always have this bad stigma of looking at a man for potential. It's because instinctually a man is there to look at his potential for his goal and where she could see him and where she knows that she can support him. And where she knows that she can push him. So I think that if we are getting in the habit of, you know, consistently vetting men out before we even get into anything serious, um, when it comes to where they're going from the jump, it's going to protect us. And that way we don't fall in situations where we're with a man for so long. And then all of a sudden you're like, what happened? I'm trying to help you get to this place. And then that goes into the whole notion of build a man where you're building up a man for another woman. 
So you want to be able to vet that stuff out from the very beginning. Wow, I felt that, you guys. I don't know about you, but it all hits home because these are experiences that everybody can relate Mm -hmm. to in some type of aspect. And this will be a part of a relationship series that we can cover later on. But I think potential versus reality is a really important topic. I agree. And being able to really allow your mind to tell the difference Mm -hmm. and not allow that instinctual programming to take over. Now. Um, I just want everybody, as we go through this information, I know for some people listening to this, if you're going through this right now, it can be very overwhelming. So I want everybody listening to truly take a second and reflect. Is that me? Am I the person who feels that way in the relationship? Am, you know, I'm in or am I the person who's been told that exact phrase and never knew what it meant until now? Right. So let's get into the real tea about this matter, because, okay, um, in my personal opinion about what you're hearing, that phrase is is honestly like bullshit. Um, And that's real. Yes. Yeah. It's it's just it's just a cop out in my personal opinion. And if that person cannot be real. And I think it's a cop out because it's easy to say, but also the person may not know how to articulate how they feel and they may not even recognize what the situation is until they get out of it for some time. Right. So, and if you ever have the nerve to say that to someone, you're definitely lying to them. Um, there has been circumstances where people have dated and they got back together later on and maybe end up getting married, et cetera, et cetera. But I also feel like it's a bold face lie. It's still the right person. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think that it's still the right person, and then you want to maybe reconvene later, but I don't think that, for the most part, that's like an anomaly. For the most part, people that say that, it's just honestly the wrong person, wrong time. Yeah, like, there's no such thing as, you're the right person at the wrong time. It just doesn't make sense. So we're going to dive a little bit into that. Yeah, because no time is perfect. Do you get what I'm saying? Ooh, you are preaching to the choir. Go ahead, Tay. What else? Okay, so when we meet somebody who seems ideal, it's only natural for us to want to make that connection and to manifest a relationship with that person. Those feelings may even be reciprocated in, like, to a degree, and we may even begin being in an intimate relationship. Mm. But... If that seemingly right person comes at the wrong time for us or for them, the relationship is basically doomed to fail. And I think you brought up a really key part, which is incorporating a physical relationship with someone who's uncertain about you. And I think at the same time, yeah, it's cool to have fun, you know, in a safe way. But at the same time, like when you are trying to be serious with somebody and you incorporate physicality too soon, I think. It's easy to confuse, you know, the reality of the situation with lust. And that, again, is a whole different topic, but it's definitely something that you have to take in consideration when someone's telling you you're the right person, just not the right time. And all the other boxes could be ticked off, right? You could have the attraction. You could have the values, the life goals, geography. They may be in your same city, same town. But if some ways, right, like for the right person, the wrong time, what they are really saying to you is that you're not the right person for them. Mm-hmm. And remember our list of why that person could be saying this. So here are some <laughs> key things. Some key honey. things. And if you've said this, listen to this and see if this matches up with you. So you could have just gotten out of a relationship. Um, you're overcoming a toxic relationship that you've been in in the past. You're prioritizing your career. 
you're set, you're seeking financial freedom before commitment, or you just don't want to be in a relationship and you just you're just not, and or you don't know who you are. Ooh, and you know what? If you need to pause that episode and go over those key things, I think it's really important because if you're looking at the person or I putting the person of the identity that you're currently talking to in your mind right now and these things match up this could be the reason that they're telling you you're, you're not the right person and it's the wrong time you're or you're the right person but it's the wrong time like these are the key things it's deeper than what they're saying mm-hmm. they may not want to have that conversation with you but it's more real to them than you think now but all of these things can still be overcome with you by their side like really understand that they're saying that, you know, over like a toxic relationship, prioritizing career, seeking financial freedom, understand that is a cop out. Why? Because these things can still be adjusted with you, with them, because nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. What they're really trying to tell you is that you are the wrong person for them. And for some reason, when it comes to the connection that you've built with that person, no matter how vulnerable or transparent or open that you are willing to be for them with them if they are not ready to do that for you honey if they're not willing to face challenges with you they are not your person yeah because honestly folks go ahead and say it Barmel. i mean will timing ever be right will a situation ever be perfect no because we're not perfect we're not god okay you guys, listen. So we're definitely not perfect. We're we are made. We are imperfectly perfect. Okay. Mm. So that's like okay. Even taking this out of a relationship perspective, in business, if you are trying to do a launch, best believe something's about to go wrong. Okay. The perfect timing is never perfect when you're launching anything in business because something is going to come out of the left field, right field, and hit you. But you just got to be able to maneuver it. So. There is no such, I don't think that there's a such thing as perfect on earth since Jesus left, period. So with that being in mind, God's presence is obviously here, but we are of the world and nothing of the world is perfect. So you keep that in mind and you apply that same situation to a relationship because we're all human beings and we're all living on earth. Then you have to understand and realize that there's no perfect time for anything, whether that be launching a business or whether that be moving, whether that being in a relationship. There's like it's always not perfect. something, always something that's going to come in the way. Right. Oh, my gosh. So. I know for me, this definitely hits home. Just hearing all of these things, because at some point in time when you're in a relationship with someone, they're going to be like, it's just, you're not the right person. This is the right, you know, this is the wrong time for everything. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it, it sucks to hear you guys. But we're telling you the real deal truth. We are telling you the real deal tea as to what that person really is trying to tell you. It's not you. It's them. And they're lying Men, to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not you. You're just not for them. And they don't think that it's them. They think it's you. <laughs> it's very confusing. Very, very confusing. You're the problem. But, um, you know. Anyways, moving on. So when you meet someone who truly believes, who you truly believe is the right person and willing to actually say that and act on it, meaning that the timing, you know, is right or at a minimum irrelevant, you know, I think that if so, I put it like this for the ladies and for the men out there. If you meet someone and they're willing to put in the work ethic and the time, like you make time for what you want. Mm-hmm. If they're willing to put in the work ethic and the time to foster that relationship, no matter if something chaotic is happening in their life or not, then that's the right person. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So 
it's an excuse it's a cop-out which we talked about and to kind of be objective there are situations like sickness family issues trauma etc that may be genuinely um holding that hold, partner yeah, up holding that partner up and they need to assess a couple of things which is understandable but even during those things if a person really wants you they still don't want you mm-hmm. so um you know but when it comes down to it if you're being self-aware you just want to be vulnerable and be transparent with that person that you're with and honestly bet all this stuff out before you start even like really taking that person seriously like really ask them about prior relationships what the timing was before it and things of that sort and really take that into account and ask them when the last time they've been in a relationship and ask them why like all these questions can be asked up front and if you like people are scared to ask these questions it's so funny i think that's a great point taylor because when it comes to businesses, when it comes to, you know, work relationships, when it comes to anything else, we're willing to ask all the head first questions. But when it comes to relationships, we get shy. Girl, don't Why? get shy. Why do you feel like it's not a place for you to just straight up be like, hey, what's good? What's tea? I mean, you're going to be with this person. You're going to be physical with this person. The reality is, if you are being physical with this person, you mm-hmm. never know. You could have a child with them. Like, you have to be able and willing to just be straight up with these people. Yeah. I think people get scared because they're not taught to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this book by Devon Franklin. It's called The Weight. I would recommend everyone to read that book. It talks about celibacy, but it also talks about how to ask questions up front. And I think that it's very helpful to, I need to probably reread it, but um, it really talks about asking questions up front and, yeah. and not putting expectations on relationships because a lot of people do that. And when you don't put ex- put expectations on relationships, it relieves stress off of you and you're, you're less likely to get angry at that person for not doing what you think they should do. Um, and then on top of that, it really talks about asking questions up front. And when you have no expectations up front, it's easy to ask questions. Yeah. And I think when you go into, um, like, on a date or some sort, you think so far ahead into what it could possibly be that you're not taking it for face value of what it is at this very moment. And um, and also taking the pressure off of what it could possibly be, too. Like, when you're on a date, there should be no pressure because it's just is what it is. You're just getting to know someone, period. So just like we ask our girlfriends if we're going out with our girls like or someone that we may have just met, like when we went, so for y'all, we, me and Barmel met, met in church, but when we met, it's not weird for us to ask those questions about like, oh, what you just do, blah, 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 blah. Right. But when it comes to the opposite sex or someone that you're into, it becomes difficult. It's because you've had all these notions in your mind before things have actually happened um, of what you think should happen. And that's why it's difficult to ask questions. Right. And I mean, if someone's overwhelmed to ask a question, now I'm not saying interrogate the person, but I'm just saying if someone's overwhelmed by you asking questions that honestly may not be the situation for you because they lack ability to be transparent and maybe they're just not ready yeah. to have that conversation so that means they're not ready for someone like you and sometimes people can create this image you know of perfection of what needs to be attained before getting a partner mm-hmm. and I think that really sometimes messes you up because you're like I need to be this this and this this by 30 and I, before I be in a relationship I need to be doing this yeah that doesn't always you know that's not, that's your plan that's not God's plan. And that can be juxtaposed to a lot of things in life, right? I won't apply to this job till I get this raise. Or I won't start this YouTube channel until I get a certain amount of followers. 
But what ends up happening, you guys, is you procrastinate, waiting for this moment for everything to be aligned when nothing will ever truly be picture perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Creating the life you want takes consistent effort, consistent pursuit to a commitment of being better. And does that that does also apply to a relationship? You know what I'm saying? Like it takes constant ability for you to just say, this is the person I want. I choose this person and I want to be with them. So I'm going to do what's necessary in order to be my best self, but also be the best self within the relationship. You know, and if that was the right person for you. You would fight for what you want, just like you've done for everything else in your life. Yeah, and the person who's being told that phrase may at times um, have what psychologists refer to as the grief of missing out or fear of missing out, a.k.a. FOMO. So fearful because they may feel feel like um, they... their life creates such a strong bond with the person or they create a strong bond with the person, um, that one that they're willing to wait for, but is it worth it? Should you put your life on hold for that person to be the right time? And the answer is no, because at the end of the day, it's your life and you should, I'll put it like this. So me, when me and Barmel went on the helicopter ride, the guy that was driving us in the helicopter, he just got married or they like were newly married or whatever. And Barmel was asking the question, so what made you propose to her? And he said, because everything was easy. Mm. So keeping that in mind, you continue to do what you need to do for yourself. But when that person comes along and everything is easy and seamless, and I've personally seen that too. So like, for example... One of my friends, Nia, her name is Nia Brianna. You should sure go you, follow. Nia. Yeah, be sure to go follow her. But basically, I could tell that everything was easy because I've seen her in past relationships and it was not easy. So being able to witness that and seeing how easy everything was and how seamless things were, obviously everyone has their own arguments and things of that sort, but for the most part, it's seamless, it's easy, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But no one's life was on hold to make it easy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can have your life flourishing, but still come together and have an easy and loving relationship. And I think that is such a key thing that you talked about because a lot of the time, as women, we're told that we have to stick with that man. We have to go through the ups and downs. And that's, you know, sometimes a lot of women, I'm sure a lot of women listening to this podcast feel as though, you know, if I don't go through that roller coaster, did I really go through anything with him? Mm -hmm. Does this relationship really matter? I mean, I'm going to be down with him. I'm going to ride with him. That's my, like, I'll do anything. But baby, you don't have to do that. Why, yeah, yeah. why do you why need are to you feel yourself out? If he, like, okay, this goes beyond just right person, wrong time. But if he feels this way, if he's doing something that's inconsistent with his character that he showed up front, mm-hmm. if he's cheating on you, if he's doing anything, staying with him does not make you a better person. Right. Staying with him does not make the relationship more valid. If anything, it invalidates your feelings and invalidates what you stand for. Like, you don't have to go through a roller coaster in order to be in a good situation. And if you're not going through a roller coaster with the person that you're talking to, don't sabotage it because you don't feel like it's enough bad things happening. That part. And I think that there's just there's so many episodes that we can talk about this on. But just to get to the point, a lot of times we're accustomed to seeing or being in bad relationships that when a good one comes along, you don't know how to act. Wow. And um, and I think that just goes along with like self-development. 
So really, in the in the meantime, just like, are you prepared for a good relationship? Like, do you know what that looks like? Do your research and figure out what it looks like. And I don't mean by going on Instagram. Like, read a book, um, read an article. Get a don't, therapist. Yeah, get a therapist. Do not go on Instagram to look for a per- perfect relationship because everything on Instagram is quote-unquote perfect. So that's not giving you real life. Um, you're obviously going to have disagreements, but you can agree to disagree. And there shouldn't be any type of... Honestly, there really shouldn't be any type of uproar because it's unnecessary and um, it's it's a waste of time. So I think that, yeah, I definitely think that. So Life Hack provided some actionable tips. Yes, yes. ma'am. And we want to share those, okay? First and foremost, let me start it off with to move on and meet the right person, learn from the relationship with the wrong person. I agree. And like I said, we're, we're mostly in our 20s, early 30s. So this is a time to actually date. And mm-hmm. dating means doesn't necessarily mean being in long-term relationships. Dating means getting to know, um, figuring out what you like and what you don't like, and moving on. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys want an episode on how to date in a healthy way, let us know. The key to coping and moving forward involves not only communicating with that person to resolve the issues between you and both of you guys dealing with the you know deterioration or the ceasing of the relationship. It also requires for both of you or, you know, your individual purging of feelings by confronting your grief. So both of you guys need to confront what went wrong? Yeah. And like, it, write it down. Honestly, write it down. Like, why did it go wrong? Yeah. And write down what you like and what you didn't like about the relationship as soon as it's over. Because there are some things, once once it's fresh, it's easier to write things down. Or even if you could still remember what you liked and you didn't like about past relationships, please write those down because it'll give you um, a very, a very um, relevant and a very prevalent um, idea of what you should tolerate and what you shouldn't tolerate in the next encounter that you have with someone. And I think it's also going to be easier for you to notice those red flags. So you can also write down what led up to you not liking some someone's behavior or not liking what someone did. And then it's going to be easier for you to recognize that in the next encounter that you may have. So true. And also um, take responsibility. Yeah, Write what you did. Not necessarily, it may be actions, it may not be actions, but write what you did. And when I say this, write what you allowed. Yeah. Because sometimes when relationships goes wrong, wrong, notice every section that you allowed them to offend you. Yeah. That you allowed them to do you wrong. And I say allow because we all have control over how people treat us. Mm -hmm. Understand that. You are in charge of the energy and the people that surround you in your life. And if you don't like something, you need to speak up and let it go. And it's like, I'm saying all these things, but at the same time, honey, I am preaching to myself. (laughs) I am preaching to myself. So as Tay said, write a letter to the person, regardless as to whether or not they read it. You know, I wouldn't even send it to them, honestly. I would just write it to myself. Yeah, just write it to yourself. Get all that stuff out. Um, And there's obviously different ways of coping about things, but one thing that I want to say, too, is you may have allowed certain things, but also look at what you've done to that person. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to pinpoint what the other person has done, but it's also, like, what was the one thing that kept complaining to you about and you kept doing because you felt like that was just me? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just who I am. Um, Because nine times out of ten, it's going to carry on into the next relationship. 
So you want to be able to um, acknowledge what you've done that can be better or what things that they did not like about you that, that they may have expressed. And if you guys have a good relationship after you have separated, you can also ask the person what they didn't like. So that way you have a very transparent and a very easy pinpointed um, action of what you can do to improve upon the next relationship. And it may take some time for them to fully be honest with you Mm -hmm. because, I mean, in some relationships, they may be scared to have that conversation. So give people time. Yeah. People do it in their own time. You know if the person is going to be open to have that conversation with you. And if they're not, that's okay. But you may be in a predicament. Like, I know I was in a predicament where I was able to ask those questions and it was completely fine. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, and then here are some other ways to address unfinished business. When we meet the right person at the wrong time, all right? First and foremost, I would say cherish the good memories you've Mm -hmm. got. You know, don't forget them. Those were good memories. You know, just because you guys aren't working out, just because you aren't going to be talking to that person, doesn't invalidate the experiences you had with them. Mm -hmm. And I know at times it can be hard for you to go back and think about, oh, I went hiking with this person. Oh, I went on this date with this person. But, you know, the what you felt in that moment is what you felt in that moment. And nothing can invalidate that feeling. It's just... It's not going to move forward. Yeah. Um, the next one is don't lose your ideals. Stay true to with what you want. And also, one thing that I will say, too, is staying true to with what you want and also consulting with God, too, is really important. Um, sometimes if you have a good relationship with God, it'll be easier for you to determine or discern before y'all even get to a certain point yeah and make sure you go listen to our new year new me uh, episode because we sort of talk about how you have to have goals for your relationship life just like how you have goals for your career and um, everything else that you do have goals for who you want in your life and your space and your energy because that's where we all fall short we keep wondering why is this shit not working out for me (laughs) why am i not getting the right person it's because you haven't set a goal you haven't yeah identified or spoke to god about who you want in your circle or in your energy or or manifest yeah yeah so definitely do that and when it comes to another idea i would say feel the bitterness this helps you to recover faster honestly though because ain't nothing worse than a woman who just got um or a man who just got done wrong and they went out to the club okay (laughs) that's bitterness Bitter. Bitterness. It's so like, a fresh outfit. Yes. Embrace your emotions. Give yourself what I would say at least, you know, a day or two or three or a month, you know? Yeah. A month may be too long. That's, but allow your, yourself to be sad. Yeah, give yourself time to grieve. I feel like that, I specifically speaking in the African-American community, um, they have not... Older people in particular has have not been taught to grieve. They just say, oh, you'll be okay. Get over it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you need to give yourself time to grieve. And it's okay if you are sad about what you may be going through. Um, but you will come to a point where you'll get over it. Um, it might be hard to, if you're going through something right now, it might be difficult at the moment. But you definitely will. Um, And another thing is, like, sometimes you're going to try to communicate with your friends about these situations, about that right person at the wrong time. They may have seen something that you may not have, but don't let that person invalidate your feelings. Like, what you felt is what you felt. They may not be be understanding of it. But, you know, it's okay. You have the support of us. You have Mm -hmm. the support of the Vision and Vibes. We will love on you. If you want us to do another episode to help you through your breakup, hit us up in our DMs. We'll do that for you because we want to help you get through this process. Yeah. But, again, what you feel is true. The love you felt 
was valid. But at some point, if that person is not reciprocating their energy or is ready for what you have for them, the blessing that you could be in their life, baby, that just means that you are meant for bigger and greater things and that bigger and greater thing is not them. They were meant for a season. Yeah. And the season is also learning lesson too. So the next one is be determined to walk away from what does not serve you. And I think that's really important too because um, if you may be going through a breakup, sometimes it may feel like that person has literally died and you're grieving them as they have literally passed away, even though you know they're living. Like, it can be very difficult, um, depending on how deep the breakup is. Um, So you may be literally grieving that person, but I just want to encourage someone to stay strong during that point and really remember why you're doing it and understand that God is there with you. Um, Even though he's not there in the physical sense, he's there in the spiritual sense. And just really 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 just present to him during um these times all together as you can hear you guys it's a process having any form of relationship it's a journey a journey of self-discovery and understanding another person it's a process that makes you give a lot of yourself without certainty that your interests will actually reciprocate that. Yeah, and I think that's also why it's truly important to ask questions at the very beginning because um, you can tell what, the, what that person is willing to reciprocate when you ask questions and you hang out with them um, from the very beginning. So, you guys, uncertainty is the answer. It's a hard pill to swallow, but when you're in love, everything is uncertain, period. <laughs> yeah. um, but rejection will allow you to move forward to what God has for you. Remember, rejection is God's protection. Period. So, I always say that. Rejection is God's protection. <laughs> <laughs> Protect me. <laughs> for real. Um, because the truth is, if someone wants something bad enough, no matter the timing, you will be motivated to give it a shot. Period. Yes. So, right person, wrong time, just means, listen up. Let me say it again. Right person, wrong time just means that maybe that person is not the right person for you. And let me say this. It's okay. Mm. Say that again, Tay. It's okay. It's okay. All right? And that okay, you know, it's no one is the villain in this situation. They're not the bad guy. But it's just important for everybody to be honest. Mm -hmm. Let's be up front. But we love you. Okay, at the end of the day, we are here for you on your journey. If you have any particular topic that you want us to talk about, let us know because we want to get you through that. We know breakups aren't easy. We know hearing that you're the right person at the wrong time is difficult. Or vice versa, you're the right person at the wrong time. time. It's going to be hard for you, whether you're a king or a queen. And we're here to assist you on that journey period yeah so thank you guys so much for watching or joining us yes <laughs> on the vision and the vibes podcast we Parmel love you Parmel. i'm sorry i just want to say i love y'all so much like honestly thank you so much for the support we are moving into 2021 and it is just a blessing to be able to talk to you guys and really express ourselves and just help you guys on each of your journeys so again thank you so for joining us we hope you learned some valuable information and if you did be sure to give us a good rating and share this episode with all your friends all your family any person you know that's going through a breakup or has heard that phrase honey because they may need to hear these gems. Yes. And um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, 
And before I say my closeout, I just wanted to give a shout out to Chateau Alain. <laughs> this summer wine is bomb. Um, we've been sipping on it this episode. Because <laughs> we, you know, when we talk about relationship stuff, you get in your feelings. They be coming up, honey. So it has a great, okay, so be sure to get the summer wine. Um, anyways, it's super nice. Take and it's juice. 13.5% alcohol, you guys. So don't let it fool you. That's what happened to the tape right now. Okay, she's lying. Um, Armel's <laughs> lightweight here. Anyways, again, no, I'm sh- not. I'm gonna sing my part now. Go ahead. Do again, you. again, <laughs> again, oh, shut up. <laughs> again, it's your girl. Armel, <laughs> be quiet. I literally am trying to do my part. Go ahead. <laughs> Again, it's your girl Taylor. And it's your girl Barmel. We love y'all. You watching or the you vision, listening to the vision A and the vibes? Okay, we got a vision A and the vibes. Bye, y'all. <laughs>